0: Welcome to Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the nation. Uh, what's the Stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. Uh, a little bit later in the program, going to go over the AFC East, a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, He had a little bit of a calf injury. It's supposed to not be anything uh, from what I understand. Also, a LeBron James injury. Uh, There's two ways to take that injury he had. He played through torn tendon in his foot. I'll talk about that. Ja Morant. More advice for Ja Morant. Uh, Had a little bit of an incident yesterday. I was going to talk about it yesterday, but it seemed like it was nothing. But now that I think about it, I think I will comment on that as well. So, Stand by, folks. Uh, I'll be back here in 49 seconds and we'll hit the ground running here on Sports Scope. Okay. Also, the big news out of uh, Miami with the heat there. And I'm going to talk about that as well. So stand by, I'll be right back. Hello, Sports Scope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions, and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the Cash App, the word, the Cash sign, and Sports Scope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to Sports, that is Sports with an S, another S, Scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. righty, then, and uh, I just want to give a shout-out to at Sideline sports one on Twitter there for uh, following me there and also uh, having to, you know, retweet the show and everything. Uh, Dan Dave Harris with Let's Talk Sports. Uh, We are streaming there from that particular, uh, uh, on their YouTube channel. Kudos. Thank you, Dan. I've gotten a lot of followers from from Dan, Dave Harris, uh, my friend out of the UK, and of course uh, my friends at Northeast Stream and Short uh, Sports who often share this program, so uh, I do want to uh, give those folks a shout out here, okay, before I get on everything, again, We'll go over the NFC East, the AFC, excuse me. Uh, This is a pre-prediction. I will give you another prediction in August. Once we have training camp, there's injuries. Last year, the Jets had uh, offensive line training camp injuries. I'll say this. Uh, The the Patriots are being overlooked, Pickles. They're being overlooked. I'll tease that, okay? But first, got to get to the... Uh, biggest story of this evening, and of course that is this uh, uh, Pickles. You were right last night. Gabe Vincent ankle injury. Uh, he will be out tonight uh, for the Miami Heat. Uh, Thirteen points, four assists, thirty minutes average. A point guard there. Now, mind you, folks, uh, the Heat are the injuries are starting to mount for the Miami heat. All right. I mean, uh, I looked at their depth chart and I want to make sure I get this right and not jump to conclusions, but I want to say that. Yeah. Tyler heroes listed as a point guard on their depth chart. He's been out. Victor Oladipo has been out now. Gabe Benson's out. So now they're depending on a 37 year old Cal Lowry uh, to take over that position. Now, uh, my man John Restano out of Spitball and Sports, he's saying that Boston will, will come all the way back like the Red Sox did in 04 and make NBA history. I'm not ready to go that far, John, but I will say this I do think Boston will win tonight, and Saturday will be very interesting. Uh, I, I do think that Saturday will be very interesting. Uh, the Heat are eight, any, depending on what book you look at, they are eight to eight-and-a-half-point underdogs at Boston. And, uh, of course, Eric Sposter said, I don't give a bleep. I don't give a bleep. Uh, and, obviously, that what is what he would say. Now, if, if I come on here Monday, now tomorrow's no program. We'll, we're going to replay uh, there. Uh, but watch watch the program anyways. It's interesting. Good stuff. Uh, I'll say this. Monday, if I come on here, uh, there's a possibility that we could be talking about a a Game 7 situation there. So, uh, you know, I've mentioned this before about Miami yesterday. You got to look at where Miami came from. They were an 8 seed, all right? They're a team that had to play two games, two play-in games before Boston played one. They had to go through the 1 seed. Uh, in Milwaukee, they caught a break there, got them in five, uh, had to go back on the road against a Knick team, played six games there. Now they're playing five games against the two-seats. So uh, at some point, you got to think to yourself, this team's probably going to come back down to earth, or, or the injuries may mount because of the level of intensity that this eight seed, they had to play much. They're forty-four win eight seed for a reason. They're not really that talented. They're well coached. They work hard. They do have one all star there, and, and 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 Jimmy Butler. They do got a couple guys that have won championships in the past. They do got a great culture. But at some point, when you start to get a lot of injuries like that, it it adds up. It 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 caught up with. Um, they caught up with uh, uh, um, Golden State a few years ago against Toronto, if you don't recall, and that's that's when uh, – Tor- and, and it caught up with the Clippers this year, caught up with the Clippers a few years ago. Uh, so, so injuries are a big part. Uh, Pickles thinks they've simply been lucky throughout the playoffs. They've caught breaks here. Uh, they do work hard. My dad used to tell me the harder you work, luckier you get. And I do not want to take anything away from what – that organization is and Jimmy Butler, uh, with their famous uh race car driver Richard Petty, who won 200 races. No other driver has done that. He said, I'd rather be lucky than good any day. So, it, it they have called some breaks. Uh, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Uh, and, and, and since they've signed the four years they've signed Jimmy Butler, they've been in the finals, they've been in the conference finals. The one year that they lost in the first round, that was to the eventual NBA champions in Milwaukee Bucks. That was uh year before last. So uh, they've had a good run here. They could still win the night. I mean, you get somebody get off the bench, they get hot from three ball, Boston overthink the room and they can win the night. This whole thing be over with. Then we'll be talking about Denver uh, and Miami come Thursday. But, Uh, Again, I do think Boston will win tonight. I'm not going to go as far as saying they're going to win the series. I do think, like Charles Barkley said the other day, the pressure will be on them in game six. Uh, There's no other major games on, major events on Saturday night. That would be, the the, the NBA would love that. That would be a highly rated game there uh, on Memorial Day weekend. A lot of people will watch that. If that goes back to Miami, uh, if that goes back to Miami on Saturday night, kind of like see Boston win, think that would be very interesting. Okay, so that is my thought on that. Again, I like Boston to win tonight, and we will see that game on Saturday night. But with this team, remember, they are poorly coached. This guy's way over his head. You just don't know what you're going to get like Forrest Gump said, talking about a box of chocolates. One of my favorites, by the way. Alrighty then, in other news, LeBron James. Uh, we came out today, LeBron James had been pay, playing through a torn tendon this season and may need surgery. Uh, according to Charms Sharamia, he's turned into a very reliable reporter. He scooped Wojnarowski uh, on ESPN, um, a couple of times. <laughs> so LeBron's playing through this foot injury. He got 40 points, uh, the other night. And, and there, there's a lot of different ways to look at this coming from, uh, the, the 38 year old player. He said, well, Hey, look, he's playing through the tendon injury. What if he gets healthy next year? And, and, and this team comes back, maybe they can Make a championship run, right? No, wrong. If you ask me, I think that that is more reason, more reason that he should retire. Uh, that is, and you know, I understand what Brady did, played to 45, said he's going to play to 45, and he did play to 45. The big difference, and by the way, Brady's done the same thing uh he's done it a few years with new england uh, i want to say he done it with tampa where uh we didn't know he had an injury and he's got off-season surgery two of the greats played they they played through injury that's what the greats do heck brady won a super bowl an in injury uh that last year uh that last super bowl he won with tampa so uh my thing is it, it's a different sport though and uh it, it's uh, it's a lot of pounding on your feet. You know, I walk the stairs every day. Uh, not every time. I actually go through on my day job, folks. I drive, and I have anywhere from twenty six to thirty stops. I used to have close to forty, and now I've cut my uh, shift down four hours just to be with you all five nights a week to build this number one show up in the country uh, up to what it is and will be. But that being said, I used to take 15 flights of stairs a day. And I started getting this plantar fasciitis, which is pain on my feet. Now, I'm I'm a few years older. I'm 41. LeBron's 38. We'll be 39 later on. Uh, He'll be 39 if he plays next year. And you're talking 82 games. He'll probably play 60 and still be injured. So I I just don't – Pickle says it's a young man's game, you know, why put yourself through that? And you ask, and I brought up Tom Brady for another reason, folks. I think that Brady and and LeBron James they're 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 kind of on that similar wavelength as far as they they know what they want to do when they retire, but they're simply not ready to transition into that. There's still a void there. Now LeBron still married. Kudos to him. Knock on wood. His son is in USC now. If it's me and I'm LeBron, I know he's got that production company. I know that that he has a lot of businesses. He's got a pizza place up down there in LA. Uh, he's got some kind of taco place, Taco Tuesday or whatever, and. Uh, Brady's got all kinds of different, you know, he's got the the uh, workout facility and everything. And, and it's just, uh, it's that void. But, you know, if I'm LeBron, I'm thinking, man, just go to all your son's games, man. You know, you've got the wife and kids. Brady lost his. Brady lost his. Still got good communication. His kids are in the high school now. LeBron's are in uh, first year in college starting. Uh, you know, hey, to a certain extent, you could somewhat live vicariously through them, you know, and do that. But he's still got that void. I think the, he could have left probably uh, after he won that championship in the bubble. LeBron could have. Brady could have retired after he won in Tampa. He could have retired after they beat Miami in that twenty eighth of 3 comeback. To get the fifth Super Bowl championship, to get one more than Montana, to make it no argument, he decided to keep playing. Glory Hogs is what Pickle says. Uh, they're addicted to that to that to that rush, to all that media attention, even though they won't admit that publicly, and neither can't find anything close to that outside of the game. You know, they got more money than they can ever spend in a lifetime. LeBron is the first active billionaire athlete. Uh, He is massively successful. I never thought he would be this financially successful. Uh, Back in 2007 when he said he's going to want to be the first billionaire athlete that's active. Uh, But because I thought he was, you know, the guy's using his own friends and and, and everything and not using professionals to handle his money and stuff. And he proved me wrong. Uh, Guys turned out to be a well of a player. Uh, he's gotten some bad advice as far as going into that political nonsense. Um, while he's still playing, other than that, uh, you know, the guy's involved in a lot of stuff. He doesn't think he doesn't think that um, the what he's saying, LeBron simply doesn't have a uh, um, he doesn't have a feel for what he's saying and how things land essentially. But uh, him and Brady are friends. They kind of play off each other. Uh, I hope they both Brady stays retired, and and I know he's bought part of the Raiders. And LeBron stays, uh, actually retired. I don't know if he's going to retire. My, my what I said earlier this week. I think he's done. I think the way he played that last game, that is similar to the way he played that that Cavaliers game. So I, I do think that he's done. Now you got guys like Colin Coward saying. Uh, he should opt out of that last year of his contract and go up there with Golden State. But you know, you listen to guys like this guy. He thought it was a bad idea for Kevin Durant to leave Golden State. Uh, that would be that would be humiliating for LeBron to do. First of all, uh, how are they going to be able to afford him if he even if he takes a discount? Uh, do you really want a team with a 39-year-old LeBron James, a 36-year-old uh, Steph Curry, a 34-year-old Draymond Green? Do you try to trade Draymond Green and he played Draymond Green's role? And then you have an injured, uh, a, a shadow of, uh, of himself, Clay Thompson. Even if he did go there and win, that would be a cheap championship. Uh, it would be horrible for his legacy. I totally disagree with that. Uh, I think he's just trying to get clickbait and views and people like me to talk about him. But I like uh, market my show as just being totally, totally honest and not trying. I'm not one of these clickbait people. And then maybe that's why I, I'm not, you know, uh, totally huge now, but I, I, I market this show on being uh, 110% of, uh, honest and, and 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 is accurate and, and and people would ask me off the air, and they said, Man, you're pretty consistent. I said, Yeah, you darn right I am. I'm not gonna tell you stuff that I don't really believe. So, yeah, it would be a horrible move for him to go to Golden State at this point. Uh I, I think I think he has nothing else to prove. He's not gonna be Jordan if he did go to Golden State and win. That that's another strike against him. You know, look at it this way: the guy's had four stints with different eras and teams and everything, chasing rings and everything. Uh, he says that he's not about uh, stats and accolades. But ironically, the hint at, uh, at retirement come just after he passed Kareem for the points. Uh, I do not believe that. I, 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 and, and and I don't buy the fact if he was just about championships, again, he would not have went to the Lakers, and he would have probably stayed with Miami. He would have probably stayed with Miami a stable organization, even after they had their bad season there um, that last year with Dwayne Wade in company. Okay, uh, staying with the NBA. Okay, job rent. Now, I wasn't going to say anything about this, but I'm starting to get hear a lot of different opinions on this, and I guess I need to go ahead and put my two cents in. Uh, In case you all don't know, Ja Morant, he put some pretty disturbing messages on his Instagram uh, saying something in regards to, uh, what was he saying? Uh, Telling everybody, bye, uh, I'm out, and he's talking about family and everything he was talking about on his Instagram uh, with the NBA and TNT, and uh, that freaked some people out yesterday. Uh, freaked some people out, and I thought maybe is he getting suspended? Is he trying to retire? But it, it's it freaked his family out so much that someone sent the police to his house for a welfare check in Shelby County area, which is in the county in Memphis. So he's he's staying down there in Memphis still in the offseason. season. Uh, you guys know he's been suspended indefinitely, but for uh, for flashing that gun the other day on the Instagram live with a friend. Uh, he's fine. He just says, "I just want I want to get off social media," and that's another point there. That that that's another thing that I, I tell people. It took me a long time. Now, you no, know, John is twenty three years old. You know, I'm forty one. It's probably seven eight years, maybe a little bit longer for me. That you simply shouldn't care what people think about you. And, and, and I remember Don Amos, and I, I remember this uh, with Howard Stern, too. You know, since my, my program is opinion program, it's similar to theirs, program except they're, they, those guys were in, you know, shock jock radio, whatever. But both Howard Stern and Don Amos said this. Uh, Amos said he stopped reading uh, hate mail. I mean, God, you're the worst guy ever. I mean, it's 70s. You know, he said, I stopped reading hate mail. And if you watch the hit, funny movie, funny movie, 1996 hit, I want to say, 95, 96. I think it was uh, 96. uh, Prophet Parks with the uh, Howard Stern movie. At the beginning, people are calling in and say, you are the worst piece of crap. Because that was before he found his voice at how he wanted to go about. So he's like, I just stopped listening to that stuff, man. And as a young athlete that is thrust into stardom, you can't read your mentions, and a lot of players would—they would get back to play. You know, we hear this about Kevin Durant responding, Pickles. He he would respond to uh, some 15-year-old fan, right? Ja Morant uh, supposedly sued or something of that nature by some 17-year-old or last year. So one of the keys to success, I would have never been able to do this if I cared about what people think of me, you know? Uh, I, I, I make big plans. If those of you to watch this, my family, you know, I don't care what you say about me. Uh, really, we can go back 20 years. I mean, when I moved in New York, I didn't care what people said, you know? when i when i lived up there i know i have a southern regional accent if i let that bother me i, I wouldn't do this i would be too uh, i would be too sensitive to that so you you cannot think about what people think about you and and that's the only reason why he would get off so now i'll say this if i'm playing if i'm a professional basketball player baseball player especially if i'm playing a 162 or 82 games Forget about, um, forget about the fact that, you know, I'm on national TV every other night, especially from the NFL, right? And you 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 cannot read too much into stuff. You cannot care about what people think. Uh, there's an old saying, and I'll probably butcher this. I, I was listening to it. I think I read this about a month ago, ironically, and. And, and it says statistically people in their 20s uh, care what people think about them. And then their 40s, they don't care about what people think about them. And then their 60s, they don't really uh, – they find out that people really rarely even think about them, period. So it, it's just like a moot point. You're, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. And I, I remember reading that, and I thought, you know something, that is true. Uh, but it, it's – you And quite frankly, if you show that, and the people know I don't care what people think about me, <laughs> uh, you'll win a lot of friends over just by not caring what people think, you know? So uh, it, it gives you peace of mind. You can't please everybody. Don't try to be somebody else, you know? Uh, all that virtue signaling you see from people, and you, you can't please people. You can't be a people pleaser, you know? Uh and Pickle says, uh, he says kids have to grow up with that nonsense on so yeah. I mean, you're gonna get critics everywhere. He's got a lot of credit. I've criticized him, but you know, that inner energy that he used all that time, he needs to go back to that kid that I was watching some of those videos that his dad put out of training, you know. Get back to that place in your life, get back to that person. He may he's probably got a Delete some bad influences in his life. And this is the whole reason I said maybe he should be traded. Because then you then that get your attention. It sounds like he's some, some it's got his attention. You know, keep letting a person get away with stuff. Uh you can't get their attention. Some people you have to come harder on others to get their attention, you know. Uh, me personally, if I have I was suspended for eight games. Uh, me realizing the value of a dollar now, more appreciative than a twenty-three-year-old job rent. Uh, man, I'm walking the straight and narrow. You know, I, I, I'm watching every little thing that I do to make sure I don't lose that money again because I have appreciation for it. I know what it's like to work a crappy job when you busted your rear end through college, and then you have to go work the same type of job you was at. In college, post college, I didn't go into a major, major, multi, multi million dollar contract. Uh, so uh, that could be a good thing. Hopefully, he's getting his ex uh, life squared away, getting some spiritual, uh, maybe getting into a Bible study or something. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, he he found some kind of you know religion or whatnot, and and and, and get him a solid uh, foundation there. And get his game on because he's a great player, great player, and and you know a guy you'd like to see continue to play on. Uh, you hate to see the fact that, uh, and it's a lot of this is pressure too. I remember Vince Young pickles. Remember the uh, family called on a former NFL player he used to play for Tennessee Titans. He had a fallout with Jeff Fisher. Uh, the pressure was getting on him. He left his phone. He didn't want to. He didn't want anybody calling him. Uh, he was really getting to the guy. And uh, it was overwhelming. You can't worry about what the outside thinks. You got to keep your circle. And and this is another thing. Uh, as you get older, if you're wise, your circle of friends will get smaller and smaller and smaller. And and Pickle says needs to get away from the family in Memphis. Yeah, uh, the family. Uh, his mom is calling him to take up some type of uh, incident. With the uh, employee at the Finish Line Mall, I mean, you know, Mama, are you trying to get me in trouble? Are you try? Are you are you secretly envious of my success? You know, his dad's trying to be his friend. You know, going to the games, dressing up like Usher with sunglasses on. Everybody's kind of living vicariously, and he's f- probably feeling that burden of having to support them. In a certain way, even though they did play a big part in uh, of getting his success, you know, there's a reason why Kobe didn't talk to his parents for a long time. You know, Aaron Rodgers had a fallout with his parents uh, for a long time with his brother, his brother as well. So uh, you have to do a lot of reflection uh, when you get to certain points in your life. Who's got my best interest, you know? As much as I got their best interest, otherwise. Chad says, like Manning said, he's a good kicker, but he's just an idiot. Yeah, that was um, Mike Vanderjack, I think is his name. That was the kicker for the Indianapolis Colts there, uh, Chad. And that is true. That is true. And uh, uh, after... Peyton said that they cut him. And that next year, ironically, they got a real clutch kicker and Adam Benateri. And they end up winning the Super Bowl. Vanderjack went to the Cowboys under Parcells. Parcells needs to get his head, told him he got to get his head right and cutting from that cowboy team. How about that? How about that trivia for y'all talk me ahead? Yep, Pickle, Pickles knew exactly who I was talking about. So, you know, I, again, I hope the best for all these guys. And I'll tell you this. I, I, I think I may have told you all this before. It takes a tremendous, a trem, even if you're talented and big, sacrifice to become a, a star professional athlete. There's a reason why it's the top 1% of the top one. You know, Rashawn Gary. Uh, defensive end, for example, defensive end for the Green Bay Packers. When he was recruited out of New Jersey uh, to come play for the Michigan Wolverines in college, his mother moved from Michigan to stay with him or from New Jersey to stay with him from Michigan to keep him uh, squared away, you know. Their parents move, so it's a major, major sacrifice. Uh, you know, it's 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 money spent, taking them to the games, taking them to get physicals, uh, all that traveling. Uh, in, in some cases, in more cases than you will be, uh, than you would be surprised. Uh, some of these players, University of Tennessee, their parents moved to Knoxville from sometimes from California to be with them to help them transition everybody's bed so that adds uh that's a that's immense amount of pressure and sacrifice to a young person uh maybe sometimes it's a little much you know I mean makes me think about the Michael Jackson and and, and the, the the pressure his dad put on him I saw the movie the Jackson 5 movie uh you know he didn't have a childhood a lot of people said that's the reason why he acted the way he did if you've seen the movie. Uh uh, you know, he he he's, he's pr- there's no plan outside, there's practice, practice, practice. You know, and that's a lot, and, and that's and that's it's not like this with every pro athlete. Ideally, you would like to have a situation like Tom Brady, the guy played football uh in high school. He started playing football in high school, so he wasn't burnt out. That wasn't Peyton Manning's situation. Peyton Manning, dad played, dad was only early on. Uh, to stay focused, and he liked it, but he played uh, very early in life, you know. Uh, but there's tremendous sacrifice, and, and quite frankly, that does add pressure uh, to the son, especially if you are uh, uh, possibly the breadwinner for the whole family in some cases, guys. So it's it's uh, it's it's a, it's a tremendous stuff, and I hope the best for the guy. I've always liked him. I thought he was the better player. Uh, coming out of uh, uh, college than the other guy. and I can't even remember the other guy's name. He's heard all the time. The, uh, the number one pick that went to uh, uh, New Orleans in that draft, and uh, and he can't stay healthy. And I was right. Uh, John Morant was the better player than, uh, than the number one pick that particular year. Okay, switching gears here. Let's talk let's talk a little round ball here. Oh, by the way, side note on tonight's game with uh, Gabe Benson uh the heater 18 and 5 with this guy as a uh, starter in the playoffs. So, uh, I I think that's a huge blow for for Miami. Uh we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that that is a that is a tremendous blow there, for the Miami uh, Heat there. Okay. Switching back to the round to the skin. now. There's been so much talk about this. I wanted to talk about the AFC East. I'll probably talk about the AFC South Monday, Titans fans. Uh, but I'll say this. You know I. I do like the fact that the Jets did get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, here's 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 my concern. Uh, you've got a guy late 30s there and uh, left tackle there. Uh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be fine. He tweaked his calf and he said it's going to be okay. But, geez, we're in OTAs. He's already tweaking his calf. Are you kidding me? Uh, he's another guy. He's 38 years old. He's got some miles on. He's 39. I think he's closer to 40. Uh, Aaron Rodgers does. He's already banged up, and I'm a little concerned about that, even though he says it's no big deal. It is just OTAs. Now, uh, also, Alan Lazard's a little banged up. Uh, they did pick up Nico Hartman in the offseason. Of course, Alan Lazard is a player to come over from, from Green Bay. And, you know, I do like that pass rusher that they picked up in the first round. But I'll say this, Elijah Barry Tucker, Micaiah Becton coming back from injury. Uh, Dwayne Brown coming back. So you are plugging and playing. Uh, you are plugging and playing players on the offensive line. That is a bit concerning for me. Now, it's May. I understand that things are going to get more intensive. Like I said, these predictions I make, what I made last night and what I make today, I will revisit them. And there's a very good chance this could all be tweaked. If I read something uh, in, in training camp, if there's an injury, a lot of stuff can happen. A person be ahead, they could be behind. Uh, but I am concerned after looking further into this thing about their offensive line. Defense, top five, uh, had some good games last year, okay? This team, uh, now remember, this team beat Buffalo. They beat Buffalo last year, you know? And, and, And they are a very good team. But here's the thing about it, though. They have one of the worst schedules to start that I've ever seen. I mean, it's... At first glance I thought thought about it like I think about the Titans guys. I thought to myself I don't know if this team is going to make it. You know, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. But you know, you know they play they open up against Buffalo on Monday night football 911. You know, Buffalo uh will have you know they're they're going to have uh uh oh god, a guy's name slipping my mind here. They're going to be fully healthy there. You know, they're concentrating on running the ball more. Uh, I like Kincaid there. They're going to have Von Miller back. That's what I was trying to think of earlier. And they're going to have a lot of guys back in their secondary. uh, Micah Hyde, uh, Tredavious White's going to be back again. So I'm not sure they're going to win that game, you know. But, you know, check out these first five games. This is These first six games – to be, to be frank with you all, they could go 0-6. Okay, here, check us out. Buffalo at Dallas on a short week at D- Dallas in their defense. Michael Parsons against a possibly patched-up offensive line. Then they got New England at home. I think they could beat New England at home. Then they got Kansas City at home. Then they play at Denver. Now, they did go to Denver and beat them at Denver last year. With, with one of their awful quarterbacks, so they can win at Denver. Then they've got Philadelphia. The team was just in a Super Bowl last year with their pass rush with all those Georgia players. So if if they go three and three or two and four, that may be considered a win. Now I understand they've got a really good defense. Uh, but when you're breaking in a new quarterback, you got a new offensive coordinator, a new system there. That is a rough schedule. They've got an early bye week. That doesn't. Uh, I don't know how that's going to affect your know, Rodgers or not. Probably not. You would you would you would want the bye week to be a few weeks later. It's in week seven, and then they got practically a home game against the Giants. Uh, but you know, they've got, they've got the chargers at home. They could probably, they'll probably win that game. Uh, the at Vegas on the short week, they should win, but that's, you're going across the country on a short week in two different time zones. Then at Buffalo, of course. And then, you know, in the, in the month of, uh, between Thanksgiving and December there, you do have, uh, Miami at home, Atlanta. Houston, Washington, you got to play at uh, uh, Cleveland on a Thursday night. Uh, I don't think they'll win that game. Then they end the season at New England. So, and and by the way, on top of all that, you've got a defensive tackle that may hold out the whole season and quit Williams because he wants a new contract extension. So, uh, it really doesn't... um, I'm, I'm gonna be generous here and say they'll be 10 and 7 this year. Uh this could change come August. If a guy, if that line is clicking, if they set their depth chart early with the starters there. But what if Dwayne Brown, what if Elijah Very Tucker's hurt? What if Makai Becton is banged up? What if they're, they're they're regrouping their offensive line with the older quarterback there? That's not good, guys. What if Brees Hall is not 100 percent like they thought he was gonna be? Now he's young. I think he'll be fine, but there there's a lot of ifs and maybes. Like I said, ten and seven—that is that is that is uh, tiebreakers against probably a, a Cleveland team or uh, or a Pittsburgh team in the North. Not to mention these other teams that I'm going to mention in the AFC East. Which, which they could all win, you know? So uh, what, the, what you can depend on if you're a Jets fan, that the defense simply carries you for a few of those games, that you hold these teams under 24 points, and Rodgers makes a play at the end. You kick a game-winning field goal. They got uh, brought in Matt Ariza, the punter, uh, as, as a possible tryout. Uh, there's the history behind him. He was sued for rape, and uh, the investigation found out that he wasn't even at the—that's at the. That's a whole no different topic there—at the facility, at the presence uh, of the site of the—he left that party early. This guy got cut by Buffalo. He got the raw deal. He's a very good punter. He's a very good punter. So they may sign him. That would help. That would help their field position game. Uh, so— that would be interesting to see how that works out. Did a Tanya Harding on the Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, that's funny. Actually, <laughs> that's pretty good, Chad. That's pretty good. Uh, so I do not think the Jets. Uh, I, I think the Jets are ten and seven, and I'm gonna go over the rest of the East because I think it's fascinating. Uh, particular. I think it's fascinating. Okay now let me go to I said Miami and I, I meant to go Miami Dolphins. I'll say this let me talk about this Miami team next okay if Tua, if if, if Tua played 15 games they're 17 if he missed just 15 games Mike White could probably fill in and win one of those. this Miami team is so good on paper. They can go eleven and six, maybe twelve and five, and win the division. That's how good Miami is on paper, with Vic Fangio, a very good, defensive-minded or defensive coordinator that they brought over former Denver coach. There, okay, Uh, Fangio is really good, very good now, and also they got one of the better cornerbacks. I think still got plenty left in the tank. Got a little football blues last year, and that's Jalen Ramsey. They brought in Jalen Ramsey. Bradley Chubb, who played under Vangio, when Denver, he's on this team now. Remember, he was a late trade uh, 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 acquisition last year at the trade deadline. And then you got Xavier Howard and, and Jalen uh, Ramsey. This team's going to bring some pressure. They're going to be very tough. Uh, to beat, but here's the thing, folks: If Tua gets a concussion, he could be out four or five games because they're gonna overcorrect. They're gonna overcorrect his concussion because they don't want to look bad. They, the the Dolphins, do not want to look like the team last year. So this guy was hurt last year. We know about that. He was hurt his rookie year. He was hurt at, at, at Alabama. I like Tua. He's a great guy. He had the highest QBR in the NFL for a long time last year. Remember that great comeback they made on the road against Baltimore? This thigh with, 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 with uh, Cedric Wilson in the slot, Jalen Waddle is going to be that much better. A second year with Jalen Waddle, Another year with Tyreek Hill. Two 400-meter track-style world-class speed athletes there. They're the team you do not want to play early in the season. They will smoke you like a cigar, any of the 32 teams in the NFL. But this guy, you know, one slam on the ground, and you just never know. You you just simply do not know. Uh, They open up at the L.A. Chargers. What a game, Pickles. What a game is that going to be, you know? Uh, I'll give them that because they beat the Chargers last year. But then they got to go play at New England. Uh, They play Kansas City later on uh, in London. They got to play at Philadelphia this year. This is some of their road games Philadelphia and their pass rush, by the way. Uh, And and that is before their bye week uh, on October the 22nd. All right. Uh, so they play the NFC East. They got to play Dallas, their pass rush, at Baltimore. Now they play at Baltimore uh, when Baltimore's much, much better team in December. They played Baltimore on New, New Year's Eve, Sunday, uh, December 31st. Then they play Buffalo at home uh, to end the season. Their last four games are against, all right, check this out, from week, 14 to 18 they got to play Tennessee in their pass rush uh, uh Harold Landry will be back for Tennessee then they play the Jets their pass rush Dallas Cowboys and Micah Parsons at Baltimore and Buffalo at home I don't know if Tua is going to play all those games pickles I just don't know that so I I I think that they're they're probably closer to uh 11 and six they're also a 10 and 17. they could be a nine and 18. if, if two don't play if two plays they're 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 11 and six they're 11 and six there if two plays 15 out of 17 games but my guess is this team's gonna finish probably third probably third all right here's the team that everybody's sleeping on uh folks. The Patriots lo- by the way, Vegas has uh Miami. Let, let me go let me give y'all some quick here. And you asked me what what does Vegas have? The Jets? Nine and a half wins. Let me make sure I got this right here. Uh yeah, nine and a half for Miami, ten and a half for Buffalo. Now that that's legit. Okay. And the Jets at nine and a half. So Vegas thinks this is going to be uh, a log jam. And I'm right there with Vegas. Uh nine and a half of the Jets. Okay. That's probably ten and six, nine and seven, or nine and eight, ten and seven. Remember, they're 17 games now. So the Jets are hanging on there with uh in Miami. Miami's probably one game better than them. Now, here's the pay. This is a team people are overlooking. Uh Bill Belichick in 40 plus years of coaching, last year Bill Belichick made 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 the biggest mistake of his entire coaching career at putting a a defensive background, uh former defensive coordinator who's never even done anything on offense Put him as a defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. That's the biggest mistake of his whole career. Arguably the greatest coach of all time did that. I mean, what a blind spot. And check this out. They still, after all that criticism, and I was I was one of them. You know, Keith Angle, I'll bring him on the program before. Uh, he's up there. Uh, he's a big New England fan, been a New England fan since the 70s. He's from Albany. I think that's where uh, Keith's from, Albany, New York. But he's a big Patriot fan. And he even said that was crazy. That being said, they've got a real offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, coming in here. Uh, They've had 12 draft picks, 12 draft picks, and they got this Christian Gonzalez, this cornerback out of Oregon that was supposed to win off the board by the time they drafted. They got him. They're gonna have plenty of competition there. They've got a Traquan Thornton, uh, the fastest guy in the draft last year, was starting to come along late. He was starting to come along late in the season. But the more I think about it, and the more, the fact that this team made it to the playoffs in Mac Jones's rookie year. The Patriots are seven and a half. Take the over. They're they're over and under a seven and a half this year. And I want to show you all once I get to their schedule. Last year, this team, again, they won eight games with a guy who's never been a offensive coordinator, never worked any offensive position in his life with the second-year quarterback, towards the end of the season, on Saturday, that cold Saturday, on uh, Christmas Eve, they came back and tied Cincinnati, the hottest team in the league. They came all the way back and tied a team that was a hair away from getting to the Super Bowl in Cincinnati Bengals and and of course Cincinnati beat them 22-18 at the very end. They lost to the Raiders 30 to 24. Okay. Um this is eight wins here. They lost in overtime to Green Bay, at Green Bay. When ba- Bailey Zappi had 99 yards, that's not going to happen this year. Okay. That 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 is simply not going to happen this season. Uh, you, you, you know, uh, that you look at some of their players they've got on this team now. Another year with Ju- like Juju Smith Schuster, very good route runner, underrated. This Speaster, Traquan Thornton, uh uh Devontae Parker. Uh they, they're they're way underrated. And this defense will be that much better with a real offensive coordinator. I'm looking at their schedule and I'm thinking, you know what? This Patriot team, man, they, they can beat anybody. You know, last year they, they lost to Miami 20 to 7. That game was close all the way to the end. It doesn't it look that bad. But this year they play. You got, okay, think about it this way. You think about Philadelphia, you think, oh my God, they're Philadelphia. They're playing against a third year head coach there, okay, the Eagles, even though they look great on paper, and I like the Eagles, don't get me wrong, but they have a new offensive coordinator and a new defensive coordinator, and they're playing on the road against the greatest coach of all time, who's had all summer to prepare. Uh. But did I mention they're playing against a young quarterback there? Now, he was the MVP quarterback. They're going to have a great offensive line. But the Eagles pickles, the Eagles are a very young team playing against a, a, a very good, well-coached New England team. I think they upset Philadelphia in that first game. They upset Philadelphia. Yeah, I said it. Sure did. They're going to upset Philadelphia in that game. And I think this team, um, I I think they're going to win 11 games. I I think they're going to end up getting second in this division. I think Mac Jones is going to play. uh, He's going to play better. Uh, I I think their defense is going to be that much better. They've still got a lot of pass. they got a decent pass rush. Judon back. They're going to be better on the back end there. Even though they've got a rookie corner, they don't have a rookie secondary. They're to have one rookie corner, and I, I think that with, with the guys good as Bill O'Brien, uh, Damien. I mean, um, that running game. I think Harris is not there to have Stevenson here. I uh, think people are overlooking them, and I think this team played well down the stretch last year. They won eight games with, with the young quarterback and a guy that was never. I mean, they, they, they light dark this year. They light dark. Uh, I I think Philadelphia is going to be scrambling early in this season. They got the hardest schedule in the NFL, and I believe the Patriots will upset them in week one, and the Patriots are going to finish second in this division. They're going to finish second. Before it's all said and done, nobody else is going to pick that. Nobody uh, is going to make that pick. Okay, now the Bills, last but not least. Uh, may have overreacted to, to the Bills because they lost so bad to Cincinnati. Uh, that being said, I want to be consistent, John, if you're still watching. Sean McDermott is on the hot seat this year. I mean, like John Restano from Spitball and Sport, he said, man, they, they, this team's got to get, they have got to get, um, they've got to at least get to the AFC Championship game. You know, there's too much talent on this team. Uh, McDermott has admitted, we've got to run the ball more. We've got to run the ball more. Josh Allen says, I've got to stop running so much. I'm getting banged up. Uh, He's finally publicly admitted that. I like this Kincaid guy. They got a tight end. Uh, They've also got a guard there to help them out on the offensive line. They signed Damien Harris, former New England player. There is a chance between now and training camp, Olivia, thank you. There is a chance uh, that they could simply uh, 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 make a play for DeAndre Hopkins, who said practically said he wants to go play for Buffalo. Uh, There's a chance that Arizona cuts Hopkins and he signs with the Bills. And if you could sell Stefan Diggs to play number two, you put Diggs on one side, you put Hopkins on the other side, you made uh, Gabriel Davis, Peter Gabriel Davis, your third receiver, and you put Kincaid in the middle with Dawson Knox, they're going to be hard to beat. This team, Von Miller, 34 years old, he's not going to play that many games. I would limit his staffs. Quite frankly, I'd probably use him on third down as much as I could if I'm, if I'm early in the season, you know? Um, So right now, as of today, and these are early predictions, Olivia, um, Olivia, I'll tell you what, these will probably change because of the uh, training camp. There's injuries and stuff in the training camp. There's movement in the training camp. I think they'll go 12 and five. And I think they'll win the AFC East. I think New England will finish second. Miami will finish third. Uh, you may have a tie break there between Miami and um, – who's the other team there? Uh, uh, Miami and the Jets. They may have the same record, okay? The Jets are, are sitting there at the bottom, and they're fighting for that third wild card, Okay? Uh, that may change, but right now I got the Jets probably on the outside looking in. I'm sorry. I, I, I once I studied the schedule, um, it doesn't look good for the Jets. It does not look good, but you know if uh, if Robert Silas said, hey listen, this is our offensive line. These guys have had a great camp. Nobody's hurt. Everything looks good. Um, and, and maybe they get Devontae Adams. If they get Devonte Adams with that line, Brees Hall's healthy. Maybe I give the Jets another win or two, and they're in that uh, they're in position. They can go from not making the playoffs to being a wild card to a Super Bowl team because of how good their defense is, because how good uh, Aaron Rodgers is. He's a low turnover guy. He can make a few throws that a Zach Wilson simply mm-hmm. cannot. So it, it, it's a very difficult – that's why I wanted to tackle it today. It's a very difficult uh, uh, co- uh, division uh, to handicap right now. It, it's it's really hard. It, it, the, the north and the east in the AFC is the most competitive I've ever seen. And, yes, if they don't make it to AFC Championship game, I just listen to all those dogs they got on their team. Man, they got a loaded roster, you know. They're going to have to run the ball more. Uh, you've got Cook there at running back there. you got Damon he- You're going to have to run the ball. I was hoping they would get that running back from uh, Texas, but he he didn't. Bajon Robertson was already off the board. He went early in the draft to the Atlanta Falcons. So, But I still think they're going to win this division. I didn't want to overreact. Once I started thinking, yeah, Buffalo's still pretty bleeping good. You know, He's an all-world guy. And they know their time is is running out. Uh, uh, the, the salaries now. Again, we'll come back to this and revisit it in August. Okay, well, I'll come back and revisit do a do a deeper dive into this. But as far as right now, we got Buffalo winning the AFC East, and uh, I'll talk about the AFC South on Monday, folks. But, again, I want to thank you all. Please share the show, Olivia. Uh, please share the show. If you like it, share it. Thank you, John, for retweeting the show here, uh, Spitball and Sports. Look for that uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, uh, Spitball and Sports. That show comes on at 6 p.m. Eastern Friday nights. Uh, John, and, and I think it's the other John, and he has uh, another – uh, guest host there that helps him. A co-host there to help him out as well. So I'm gonna get off here, folks. I'm gonna watch this game. I will see you all Monday, uh, seven or yes, eight p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Central. I'm hoping we're talking about a game seven there uh, in this series. I think it would be really interesting. Have a good night, everybody.